episode 25 of the Healthier Life podcast. As I record this, we're coming to the end of February 2022, and certainly here in the UK, it's been wonderful to see some of the COVID restrictions and measures gradually relaxing as life tentatively gets back to some kind of normality. However, it doesn't mean that we should become complacent. And one of the positive things to come out of the last couple of years was people beginning to wake up to the importance of our immune health. You see, our bodies are fearfully and wonderfully made, as we're told in the Bible, and they have an amazing mechanism already in place for fighting off viruses and other invaders. But sadly, our modern life, whether that's through the foods that we're eating or not eating, or the toxins that we're exposed to, or our high levels of chronic stress together with not enough hours of quality sleep, all of that is contributing to our immune systems just not being able to function at their best and to protect us as they're designed to do. If this is a topic that is resonating with you, then I'm so happy to let you know that I do have a free guide for you called Five Ways to Boost Your Family's Immune System Naturally. You can grab that right now by going to bit.ly slash five immune boost. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash the number five immune boost. And it's not just for families, so if you're single or you don't have children at home, then don't worry, all the tips in the guide apply to you too. Again, go and grab that right now at bit.ly slash 5immuneboost, and I'll put the link for that in the show notes. Our guest on the podcast this week is April Likens, and she's going to be sharing her own story of how she wasn't looking after her immune health, and how, as a result, she had a health collapse. But God was able to turn that around and work all things out according to his purpose. April is now a nationally board certified health and wellness coach like me, and she trained both at Duke Integrative Medicine and also at the Institute for Integrative Nutrition or IIN, which is where I also studied. So it was fun to catch up with her and talk about our experiences working through IIN. Driven by her own health struggle of battling Lyme disease and endometriosis, April is extremely passionate about helping empower women to optimise their health, reduce their stress levels, find balance and start nourishing their bodies from the inside out. In this episode, April is going to be sharing her story and how that both impacted her faith and put her on a new career path. And then she's going to be talking all about what immune health actually is, why it's so important, some practical ways we can boost our immune health naturally, and also, one of my favourite topics, how stress impacts our immune health and how we can manage our stress better. April was so lovely to talk to you, I really enjoyed our interview and I just know you're going to love her and what she has to share. Before we start, just a quick disclaimer as always. The information presented on this podcast is for educational and inspirational purposes only. Always consult your doctor before making any changes to your diet and lifestyle. Okay, with that said, let's dive into today's show. Hi, and welcome to the Healthier Life podcast, where you can get great tips and strategies to empower you to live that healthier life you've always wanted. Do you want to feel vibrant and full of energy so that you can make the impact you desire in this world? I believe that when we are intentional about looking after our health, then we can find the energy, balance and joy that we need as Christian women to step into our God-given potential and make a real difference in this world. If you're here to learn about how a diet based more on whole foods, plant-based nutrition can bring a healthier life both to you and the planet, If you want to know how to manage your stress better, improve your sleep, exercise in a way that is fun and manageable, 
If you want to deepen your faith and build in more gratitude so that you can flourish once more in a life you love, then you are in the right place. I'm Catherine Shelton. Let's get started. April Likens, welcome to the Healthy Life Podcast. Thank you so much, Catherine. I'm thrilled to be on here and excited to chat with you today. Yeah, it's really great to have you. Can you start by telling us a bit about yourself and where you're from? Sure, absolutely. So I'm a former designer and project manager turned health coach, really who's just passionate about helping others and I'm really passionate about health and wellness. So I live in the States. I'm in Virginia. I live um, here with my husband and my fur babies. Um, We're in the kind of the Blue Ridge Mountains are surrounding us. It's really beautiful here. Uh, Let's see. I love matcha lattes. So if you have a really great recipe, send it my way. I know uh, you guys drink a lot of tea over there and I love tea. So I'm always game for trying new recipes. Um, I love travel adventures and, you know, the beach. And, you know, when I'm not working with clients, I really love speaking about wellness topics and writing about them too. Oh, that's great. We have a lot in common, the tea and the beach. I live by the beach down here in Bournemouth. So um, we we don't quite have the weather that you have, but we do have the beach. So that's good. Yes. Yeah. There's something so refreshing about the beach. Oh, I love it. I love just being by the ocean. I mean, it's not really an ocean where we are. It's more of a the English channel, but still, I yeah. <laughs> just love, love looking out over the water. So April, you're a health and wellness coach, just like I am. And in fact, we actually uh, trained at the same place, the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. So I'm just wondering if you can tell us um, a little bit about how long you've been coaching and a bit about your practice. Sure. Yeah. So I, I did go to integrative nutrition too, like the Institute for integrative nutrition, like you, which is a wonderful school. It was so much fun to go through it. Um, and then I trained at Duke after that, and then got board certified. So I've been seeing clients uh, professionally for over three years. However, I really feel like the, the journey for me has been over the last 15 years, really with my own health and wellness journey, where I've learned the most. So in my practice, I work uh, virtually with professional women and female entrepreneurs, really who want to reduce their stress levels and find balance and increase their joy just so they can restore their health, live their best life and really live a life of impact. That sounds wonderful. And so can you tell us a little bit more about your journey towards becoming a health and wellness coach? So you kind of mentioned there about your own health struggles. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So first, you know, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, you know, I wasn't always living a healthy life. I, I truly got it wrong for a number of decades and I, I really didn't become passionate about health and wellness in, until it was probably about 15 years ago plus or so when my dad was diagnosed with a really aggressive form of cancer and it was devastating for me. We were, we were really close and I was motivated to just help prolong his life. And so I just, I started looking into, you know, what in the world is causing all this rise in cancers that, you know, we're seeing aside from genetics and, you know, and it was like the wool was pulled over, you know, over my eyes from my eyes and together, he and I just really revamped our diets and our lifestyle. And I, I truly believe it helped to prolong his life. So then it was really a few years after his dad, he died, I was working nonstop. And so I was staying up to like one and two o'clock in the, in the morning, I was burning the candle at both ends. Um, I was not working out regularly and eating consistently and my health completely collapsed. So at that time I was, I was diagnosed with 
just more things than I have time to even talk about all at once. It was really overwhelming. So it was like Lyme disease, endometriosis, uh, food allergies, hypothyroidism, you know, West Nile. I mean, it was, it was a long list of things. And so I ended up um, having to see dozens of specialists, you know, anywhere from, you know, MDs to cardiologists, to hematologists, allergists, Lyme doctors, you know, they just bounced me around because nobody really could figure out what to do with me. And that was, that was really frustrating. And so it wasn't until I finally found a health coach that really changed my life. She was somebody that had, she had struggled with her own health too. And for a number of years, and she got hooked up with a, a world-renowned health coach that, and, and a physician that ended up changing her life. So she, she just really understood what I was going through in a way that you know, the medical doctors didn't. And she was fiercely for my recovery. I mean, she was, she was adamant that we were going to do this together. And, you know, and she was so encouraging to me and, I, and I'd never experienced that in, before in medicine, you know, anything like that. And it was really life-changing for me. So I always joke with people that I, you know, I'm an accidental health coach, but I don't believe in accidents. I truly believe that God had a purpose and a plan for my life. And it, it just took me a while to see it. So, you know, like you, you know, I signed up for the Institute for Integrative Nutrition and it was really, it was just on a whim because I felt like I had been bounced around by so many different doctors that couldn't figure out what to do with me. I kind of felt like I had given my power away, you know, that I had, you know, I just put it all in their hands and I was, it was feeling kind of hopeless with that. And, and so I signed up honestly, just to get more information. Cause I was like, okay, if you guys can't figure it out, I'll start to figure out some of this and what do I need for my own healing? And so I, I fell in love with the program. Cause as you know, it's super fun and it's, it's got a lot of great information in it. And I just kind of from there decided to become a health coach and then went on with my schooling and then eventually the, the board certification, but it's looking back, it's funny because over the years, you know, when I was first revamping things with my dad, um, 15 plus years ago, you know, I had lots of people along the way that they would say, you're so passionate about health and wellness. You should be a, you know, a health coach. And I would just laugh and say, no, that's not for me. You know, I went to school for this. No, thanks. But again, like I said, you know, God had a purpose and a plan and sometimes there's detours in that. A lot of times there's detours, you know, but what I love about, you know, God is that if we allow him, he's going to use the most challenging and the darkest places in our lives for something greater. There's always a silver lining to anything that we, we go through, you know, there's purpose in the, in the pain. And I, I believe that all of us are truly here for a purpose and a reason. There's something mm. unique, you know, we've all got these beautiful stories and there's a, there's a bigger purpose, you know, in all of it. And, and often that is that purpose involves others. And so yeah. I think as a society and women, and maybe you can relate to either in your own story or the women that you've worked with, you know, it's tempting to hide our scars, right? You know, our society is all about perfection and, you know, and mastery and all the things too. But I think it's really freeing when you're able to, you know, be open and transparent about the things that you've been through you know, that there's, there's not only healing for you in that, but there's, there's healing for others in that too. And so I think while most of us would say we wouldn't want to go through the dark places in our lives again, ever, probably mm -hmm. it makes it worth it. Just knowing that there's a bigger purpose. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much for being so open and transparent about your own struggles and um, the story about your dad and the, all the health difficulties that you've been through. My goodness, what a long list of things you've had to cope with. And yet, like you said, you can see a purpose to it and see God's hand in that. Um, that's just yeah, so encouraging for so many of the listeners who I know are also struggling with similar things at the moment and just to to be able to hear your story I'm sure is going to be a huge encouragement to them so could you tell us a little bit more about your relationship with God throughout all of this and how this whole journey has helped your own faith to grow yeah so you know like I said you know I just I never imagined how my dad's cancer and my health collapse would would lead me to finding a deeper passion and a calling in life but it but it did And, you know, and so I suffered for years with my health. And so when I say health collapse, you know, for me, that looked like, you know, being at the top of my game to suddenly the next day, I can't get up, you know, and I was almost bedridden for about a year and a half. So I was not able to work suddenly. I, um, I couldn't think straight. I couldn't understand what you were saying to me, finish my sentences. I had cognitive issues. Um, I could barely even get up. And, and I was super high functioning before, you know, and, and, and physically in the top, in the best shape of my life when this happened. Um, and so it just threw off everything in my body. It threw off my hormones, you know, and it really worsened my endometriosis. So it, to just to kind of paint a picture, it caused me to be in horrific, I don't even have the words to describe the level of pain that I experienced every cycle. So every three weeks, you know, more often than not, that, that looked like me being in horrific, I feel like I'm trying, you know, I could die pain, you know, lying on the floor, turning blue for hours, you know, sometimes vomiting from the pain being so excessive. And so that, you know, this, this health collapse, you know, started off with days that really turned into weeks, which turned into months and it turned into years. And so it was, you know, it was a lot of years of darkness and isolation and just pain and uh, fatigue for me. And it was a period of time really where it, it not only challenged my mental health, but it really challenged my faith. And, you know, I think, you know, we live in a world where suffering is, unfortunately, it's inevitable. It's, you know, it, we've all known some form of suffering in our lives, right? And that's whether that's just tremendous loss, maybe that's betrayal of someone close to us. It could be chronic health issues. It could be job loss, financial loss, depression, pits of despair, you know, and, you know, and if we're honest and if I'm honest, you know, during these times, you know, we're tempted to question God and really question, you know, is he really good? Is he, is he, is he abandoned me? You know, is he truly for us? You know, am I being punished? You know, is all this suffering even, what does this even matter? You know, is there, what's the purpose and all of that? And I, and the great news is it's okay to, you know, to ask those questions and God's big enough to, you know, to take it. You see that over and over again with David and the Psalms, you know, in that, but those are the times when I think it's important to stay really close to God, you know, to stay in his word, to stay close to other believers. And, you know, it's important to stay in, in his truth over our feelings, you know, and to remember too uh, what he's already done for us in the past and to remember his faithfulness and to be surrounded by people that can lift you and, and point you up um, and back at him. And so one thing that was really helpful for me during this time 
was, you know, instead of asking, you know, why God, why is this happening? Which we can all get in those cycles, right? Like that, that can lead down a whole rabbit trail, the whys, the why questions that can be, you know, endless and often they don't lead anywhere. But instead of saying, you know, why is this happening? Asking God, what are you trying to teach me through this? And how do you want to use this for good? And there's a quote that Beth Moore um, shared through one of her books years ago, and I always loved it. It, it, She said, I can't remember which one, but she said, we don't get to choose the times and the circumstances in which we're called. And so, you know, God often uses those hard places. Mm -hmm. He uses the sufferings, you know, really to grow us and he uses them for others. And in those moments, you know, we, I had that choice and we all have that choice, you know, we can allow them to crush us or we can, we can really allow them to change us. And it's just, you know, it's, it's trusting again in his faithfulness and trusting that, you know, one day it will all make sense. And maybe that'll be in our lifetime. Maybe it won't be, you know, but it's, it's trusting that what he's doing in and through us, you know, has meaning and purpose and, um, and that he's still good, you know, in that. And it's just dwelling, it's dwelling on again, his word and his faithfulness mm. in that too. And I, I, I think it's really bringing those concerns to him daily, you know, and, and just trusting that he wants to write a story in and through us. And like I said earlier, often it's a detour. It's a total, it's a totally different direction than, than often where we would have seen our lives going. And, and so again, it's sometimes it's that, that hard stuff, you know, God has to sometimes prune us or break us ultimately to do something, you know, much better and much larger in and through us. But, you know, through it all, we can just rest on that assurance that he's good and he has a good plan for our lives, even when things don't feel good mm. in that. And so, you know, lastly, for me, you know, again, like I would never want to go through all of that again. And I would say I'm 80% better now, which is incredible. It's been many, many years of a lot of hard work. God's really used it and brought a lot of different people into my life that I've been able to to help. And he's spoken to me in different ways too. Um, at the beginning of uh, COVID, actually, he told me he was going to use my story to help thousands of people. And a big part of that is, you know, me doing more writing and public speaking engagements, which is a stretch I'll admit for an introvert. Mm -hmm. I, I do lean introvert. So, you know, it's, I hope that answers your question. Yeah, too. yeah. Thank you so much, April. That's just so beautiful what you were saying. And it's so great that you were able to have that perspective throughout all of those trials, just to, like you said, to know that God is good, that he has a purpose for you in all of this, even though it's very hard to see that in the dark times, but to be able to look back now that you're almost through it on the other side and to see how he's been working things together and now has, has this great purpose for you ahead of you. Um, yeah, that's just so, so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you. So today we're actually talking about the topic of immune health, um, which is one of your specialities, I understand. So could you tell us a little bit about um, how do you see a correlation between your immune system and the health collapse that you suffered? Yeah, that's a really great question. And it's, it, it, you know, it started first in my life with a total lack of balance. So I, I just, like I mentioned, you know, I was staying up late. I wasn't working out consistently. I wasn't eating consistently, 
you know, it, it was totally, I was totally out of balance and that created a lot more stress in my life. And that stress caused a lot more inflammation and inflammation is incredibly chronic inflammation is incredibly damaging to the immune system. And so I think it just kind of created this kind of domino effect, you know, that led to my health collapse and, you know, the body's much like a computer, you know, it can only handle so much before it collapses. But I think for me, it started first with that for being out of balance. And then it just kind of, you know, spread into, um, you know, a much larger issue. Mm. And so just in case someone is listening to this and isn't quite sure what immune health actually is, could you sort of um, tell us a little bit um, about the definition of immune health and why it is so important? Definitely. Yeah. The immune system. So the immune system in a nutshell really is the defense system of our body. You know, it's, it's how we recover from injuries. It's how we defend against pathogens, you know, that aren't supposed to be in our body. It's how we respond to stress in the world. And then the immune health is really the ability of our immune system to perform optimally and appropriately. And I, you know, now more than ever, which with the, this, this, the nature in which we find ourselves still two years later, I think it's important to be having conversations about immune health and the things that we can do to stay healthy and well. Yeah. Yeah. It is so important in this world in which we live in today. <laughs> yes. Um, so let's talk a little bit about, um, about our immune systems and the practical ways that we can actually boost our immune systems naturally so that we can optimize our health. There are so many different ways. Um, and there's a bunch that I'll dive into, but, you know, first and foremost, the most important thing that you can do is really limiting your stress levels. You know, it's crucial for a healthy immune system that the chronic, that chronic stress could really wreak havoc on your health and your immune system and, and left unchecked, it can lead to, to disease. Um, and we'll, I think we'll dive into that a little bit more, um, in a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's, it's also really being mindful of your diet too, you know, that's eating more whole foods, you know, consuming, you know, lots of vegetables and fruit. And, you know, really eating the rainbow, a wide variety of fruits and vegetables, consuming healthy fats, you know, drinking lots of clean water too, but it's also, it's also being mindful of those inflammatory foods too, which are, you know, those processed foods, which I always tell people, you know, if it comes in a bag or a box, um, or your great grandmother wouldn't know what the heck it was, you know, it's probably best to limit it, mm -hmm. you know, and, and being mindful of those refined sugars, um, alcohol, that sort of thing too. And that all ties into my next point too, which is nurturing your, your gut microbiome. It's really one of the hottest areas of science right now. And studies are really showing that it, the gut microbiome or gut microbiota is, is the epicenter center of our immune system. And really it's our, in, in our entire health, it regulates so many different things in our system and the gut microbiome for, for listeners that may not be familiar with exactly what that is. That's the trillion plus ecosystem of the, the microscopic bacteria that live inside of us and they live on our skin and they're as unique to us as a fingerprint. So we need them. We need them for every aspect of our health, you know, with digestion, 
for our, our mental health there it's tied to healthy weight, um, you know, and, and very much tied to the immune system studies have shown that there's a really a very strong connection between our gut health and our immune system too. And so again, that can be nurtured by being mindful of your diet and this whole foods eating the rainbow, but, you know, also adding in probiotic foods. So that could be yogurts and kombucha and kraut and kefir, things like that too. And then, and then adding in prebiotic foods, which um, if you're not familiar with prebiotic foods, that's kind of like the soil to the gut microbiome. So that's the fertilizer in that as well. Um, exercise is another one that's really helpful for the immune system. There was a couple of interesting studies that came out even during COVID that showed that that light exercise, um, you know, while recovering helped people to recover quicker. Um, the, the UVA, the school here, um, close to us was one that actually put out a study during COVID too. And, and I thought that was really fascinating. So just making sure you're getting in some good movement, you know, daily regularly doesn't have to be high impact can be incredibly beneficial to the immune system. Sleep is also tied to the immune system. Sleep is one of those secret weapons that really is beneficial to everything in our bodies. And, you know, it's doing so many cool things while we're sleeping. You know, it's, it's um, organizing our memories. It's wiping memories, you know, it's detoxing. It's really kind of, it's a side note, kind of interesting, but the, you know, there's areas of our brain that studies have shown are actually 30% more active while we're sleeping. Mm. And so sleep, Sleep is, again, it really helps to regulate the immune system. And that goal is really to just get, you know, that seven to eight to nine hours of sleep a night and everybody's sweet spot will, will vary. Just, just figuring out where you feel your best in that, um, that timeframe and just aiming to try to strive for that most nights too. And then lastly, our vitamin D levels are really linked to a healthy immune system. And it's common these days to be low. So it can be, it can be helpful to have your doctor just check your vitamin D levels just to make sure they're at an optimal level. And it's a simple test that they can check for. Mm. Great. Thank you. Yes. Vitamin D is something that's quite important for those of us who live here in the UK, where it gets very dark, very many long, dark days in the winter. We don't see a lot of sun. And even in the summer, we don't have a huge amount of sun either. So yeah, vitamin D is really important for many yes. people in the world. Um, thank you so much for sharing those tips. Lots of great tips there for the listeners. Um, you mentioned stress earlier, and uh, I talk a lot on this podcast about how stress can negatively impact our health in so many ways. So I'd love for you to share some practical ways that the listeners can reduce their stress levels. Sure. So before I dive into those, you know, I just wanted to share that you know, chronic stress is one of those things, like I shared in my own story, you know, that can cause this kind of dangerous chain reaction in our lives where it can start really subtly, but it can really lead to disastrous things if we're not careful. And so the analogy I, I often share with people is, you know, think of it like driving a car that's out of alignment. You know, it's at first you, it's subtle and you can get away with it, right? If you've ever driven one that, that has been out of alignment and you, you can, you can drive it, but if you continue to drive it long-term, it's going to, it's going to create, you know, this uneven wear and tear on your tires over time. If you keep driving, it's going to destroy your suspension. And, you know, if you continue to drive it out of alignment, you know, it's eventually become, going to become more and more difficult to steer, which can kind of lead to accidents and collisions. And chronic stress is very similar to that, where it just, it starts out subtly, but it, if left unchecked, it can really have, you know, 
just damaging effects on our, our bodies and our immune system and ultimately disease. And so, you know, we, we can't get rid of the stressors in our lives, right? Unfortunately, they're everywhere. The, the key is finding ways to create balance in our lives. And it's really about changing our perception and our response to stress. So the simplest technique, you know, when you're feeling stress or you're noticing that your stress levels are higher is really just to breathe. Because often when we are stressed, you know, we're breathing shallowly and that can create a cycle of feeling even more stressed too. So it's one of the quickest and really easiest ways to regulate our nervous system and switch out from that fight or flight system, which often we're operating in and into that rest and digest system. It can be just as simple as breathing in for, for three seconds, you know, holding for five and then breathing out for four, and then just repeating that a few times too. And guided meditations can also be really helpful too for lowering stress levels for people that, that really enjoy having some, someone that they can follow and listen to. There's so many great apps out there. I know you're from probably familiar with all of them with like calm and headspace Mm -hmm. that, um, that you can do meditations and breathing on, on specific topics, whether it's on, you know, on reducing stress or maybe it's on sleep, whatever it is too. Mm -hmm. I think, um, Scheduling and rest and downtime is really crucial for finding balance in our lives, you know, that we can't be and do all things to all people. And it's tempting as women, you know, to, to try to to put on our super capes and do it all in that, but, but it's so crucial to have that downtime and, and, and there's different seasons in our lives. So there, that could just be five or 10 minutes here and there in that, that, you know, we're just not we're not Teslas and we're not iPhones and we can't be on all the time. And so just having those little pockets of time can really reduce your stress levels and, and throughout the day and also creating those strong work-life boundaries. It's so important. I think now I talk to clients a lot, you know, that are still working from home in that. And it's difficult, right? Because you don't leave their office, you know, home and work are the same now. And so it can be tempting to be working all the time because work is right there. And so it's really crucial that when you're done working, you know, you're done working and it's just really kind of evaluating too what is on your schedule and your to-do list and what really needs to be, to be on there. I often tell people too, you know, what we say no to is just as important as what we say yes to. And just because something is a good thing, it doesn't mean it needs to be on our plate you know, and that, that also includes really just being mindful of what we're consuming and setting those healthy boundaries around news and social media too. Mm. We touched on exercise earlier, you know, and that's a wonderful tool for reducing our stress levels, boosting our, um, our immune systems and our moods too. It can be really helpful too, for sleeping better too. And it doesn't have to be, you know, a crazy high intensity workout. If you're not a runner, you don't, it doesn't mean you have to go out and start running. It, studies have shown really that all movement, even walking has tremendous benefits on the body and stress and the immune system. The key really is just to find, you know, ways to move that you enjoy. So that could be, that could be walking, that could be hiking. That could be, I have clients that love dance cardio. It could be Pilates, you know, bar yoga, just lifting weights, you know, whatever, you really enjoy. That's the key to just tap into. Yeah, that's so great. And and being out in nature as well, when you're doing that, doing the exercise. Yes. It can Um, be so nourishing, especially when you're cooped up as you know, 
it's wonderful to get outside and get that fresh air. And like you said, the vitamin D. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. I just resonated with so many of those things that you were saying, particularly with the breathing. I love, you know, the deep breathing exercises and, and also it's really important what you were saying about the perception that we have of what's going on in our life. I think it is it the quote by Charles Swindle, is it where he says, life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's so true, isn't it? That you can you can have like two people stuck in the same traffic jam, but they both have completely different perceptions of what's going on. And so they both have completely different stress levels. You know, one could be like completely stressed out and banging the steering wheel and the other one can just be kind of accepting and, OK, you know, I can use this time to, you know, listen to music or pray or talk to my family or, you know, it's, it's all about your perception, isn't it? It's so yes. key. It is. Yeah. What's helpful for most helpful for you with reducing your stress levels? I'd love to hear you mentioned breathing. How do you yeah. like, do you um, meditate or what, how do you like to do that? Yeah, I, I love the deep breathing exercises. And for me, particularly, it's it's going out in nature. So I am a runner. I love running. And because I live quite near to the beach, I love just going and just seeing the, the water. Just even if I, I, you know, just literally go up to the seafront and just see the water and then come back to my home, I automatically just feel so much calmer. So that's my big stress reliever. But yeah, running is also another great stress reliever for me. Um, yeah. And sleep sleep so important. <laughs> if I can make sure that I'm getting enough sleep, then everything changes. Yeah. It's What's so your good. sweet spot? Where do you, I know we were talking about kind of that seven yeah. to nine hours. Where do you feel your best? Yeah, I think for me, it's eight. Definitely. Yeah. Um, if I get less than eight, then I, I struggle. Um, so it was really hard. So I have four children. So I think particularly with my fourth daughter, she used to wake up quite a lot in the night and I really struggled um, for a couple of years when she just you know is constantly waking up in the middle of the night because I just if I if I have broken nights the next day I just can't function <laughs> it's, it's just yeah it's incredible so right. sleep is so so important to me um, it is for sure yeah, yeah yeah well thank you for sharing I love those insights too (laughs) there's just something about being around water for a lot of people that it's right even if you just see it it's just so calming so calming just nourishing to the soul yeah and the Japanese have a term don't they shinrin yoku they say is called forest bathing so they encourage people to go out into nature and kind of bathe in the forest as a kind of way to sort of reduce stress and to promote wellness I think that's lovely forest bathing (laughs) yeah Wonderful. Thank you so much, April. That's just all such great information. And um, just listening to your story was so encouraging and inspiring and everything that you've been sharing with us. I just wondered if there was anything else, any other last thoughts that you had for the listeners, something that you'd like to share that you um, haven't uh, mentioned so far? Yeah, it's just, you know, just again, it's that we've got so much control over our health and our immunity. I truly believe, you know, that, and I know you do too, from IIN, you know, that the body is intelligently designed and given half the the chance in the right environment, it's designed to, to heal and repair itself. And it's designed to thrive, you know, that better health for all of us, it's possible. It really starts with what you were saying. It starts with renewing your mind. It's the, you know, and making those mindset shifts and, and, and how we respond to our environments. And it's, it's those little daily micro habits, Mm. you know, with our health that can make all the world of difference. And then again, from a higher perspective, I mean, I truly believe that that God is for us, even when it doesn't feel like it and he doesn't feel close and that we're all fearfully and wonderfully made. And that if we continue to just look up and look out and, and allow him, he's going to use those hard places in our lives for something 
something greater. So I would just say, if there's someone listening, you know, that's going through some really hard stuff right now, don't be afraid to lean in and to look up and to allow him to use your story. There's healing for you in that. And there's, there will be healing in it for others. And it sometimes, and I'm just speaking from my own experience, but I think sometimes when you feel like your story is over, that's exactly where God will write a whole new chapter. So don't lose the faith. He is still with you. Mm, Beautifully said. Thank you so much. So where can listeners connect with you online? How can we find out more about you? Sure. So if, yeah, if you enjoyed listening today, you can connect with me at aprillikens.com slash podcasts. I also have a special offer for a a free one-on-one consultation with me that I ask for all my podcast listeners. That's really where we can chat about, you know, just health and wellness goals, what's been holding you back, what, what the next steps might be too. And so again, you can connect with me or, or just book a free consult at aprillikens.com slash podcasts. And Catherine, I just want to thank you so much for having me on the show. It was really, it's been a joy chatting with you and listening to your lovely accent. I could listen <laughs> to it all day. Uh, it, it's so beautiful and brilliant. And I really enjoyed your, um, just your insights as well. So thank you for having me on today. Oh, you're welcome. It's been a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you. I will put that link in the show notes below so the listeners can, can grab that from the show notes and yeah thank you so much for being on the show april it's been a joy talking to you and i hope we can stay in touch absolutely thanks so much hey quickly before you go if this podcast has helped and inspired you in some way then please jump over to itunes and leave me an honest review that way more people can find this show and be inspired too i personally read every single review and your feedback is so encouraging to me The second way you can help get the word out is to take a quick screenshot of this episode and share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Catherine Shelton Health and I'll share it right back. Thank you so much. God bless. Until next time.